Hi there, this is Pete Fernbaugh, creator and executive producer of Cloak & Dagger on the Air. We hope you enjoyed our first helping of Thanksgiving offerings this morning with the uh, Daphne Doodle sketch, The Case of the Thin-Witted, Tickle-Brained Thespian. And now here's our second helping, The Screaming Woman by Ray Bradbury and adapted for radio in the 1940s by Sylvia Richards with some additional material in the 2010s by yours truly. It stars Carissa Martin, Rob DeSantis, Emily Juarez, Chris Carter, Bethany Fernball, and Dave Zaneski as Dippy. This is the first time we use Dippy on the show. So I hope you enjoy his presence in this production. It is from our first season, so the audio isn't up to snuff, at least not up to where it is now, or where it was when we had to go into quarantine. Uh, we're using Zoom now, of course, and that audio presents its own challenges. But this version from our first season is still listenable and the performances are more than enjoyable. So I hope you have a great time listening to it. Here now is Cloak and Dagger on the Air's production of The Screaming Woman. I'm Margaret Leary, and I've got to tell you how it happened. It was Thanksgiving Day and it was nice and sunshiny, almost like summer except cooler. Mama was cooking the turkey and I was watching. And Mama said to me, oh, Good heavens, I forgot. Your Aunt Cynthia made some cranberry relish for us. Run over and get it, Margaret, so her feelings aren't hurt. And hurry, this turkey is done to a turn. So I ran to Aunt Cynthia's, and on the way back, I took a shortcut through Mr. Kelly's lot. It's a big lot, more like the side of a hill that slides down to Monument Creek. It's a swell place to play Indians and cowboys or explorers who are looking for treasures, because trucks dump all kinds of stuff there. Loads of dirt and junk, and even big things like old cars and big pipes and chunks of concrete. Well, this day, coming back from Aunt Cynthia's, I saw a lot of new junk, and dirt had been dumped there since Saturday. They had even covered up our swell big concrete pipe that us kids called our fort. Covered it clear up. I was looking around to see where it used to be when all of a sudden... I stopped to listen. The sound was coming up out of the ground. A woman was buried in the junk and dirt and glass, and she was screaming all wild and horrible for somebody to dig her out. I started to run. Well, I fell down, and I got up, and I ran some more. It was an awful, awful long way to our house that day. Mama! Mama! Margaret, Margaret, haven't I told you not to slam the door? Is that the relish? Listen, Mama, there's a screaming woman in the lot. Wash your hands, Margaret. She was screaming and screaming and screaming. Oh, Mama, listen to me. We gotta dig her out. She's buried under tons and tons of dirt. I'm sure she can wait until after dinner. Oh, next year I swear I'm going to buy a bigger turkey. Oh, Mama, don't you believe me? You've got to believe me. Margaret, I've a million things to do. Oh, good gosh, look at you. Where'd you get your knees so dirty? <laughs> Running back from the lot. I, I fell yeah, never mind. Go tell your father we're about to eat. He's in the front room reading his paper. Yes, Mama. Daddy! Oh, Daddy, I got to tell you something. Oh, getting hungry, darling. Daddy, there's a screaming woman in the lot. Well, I've never known a woman who didn't. Mmm, smell that turkey. We gotta get picks and shovels and dig her up like for an Egyptian mummy. Oh, Daddy! I don't feel much uh, like an archaeologist today, Margaret. I can't think of anything but food. Uh, let's have an expedition next Sunday and dig her up. But we can't wait that long. Oh, Daddy, she'll die if we wait that long. I'll give you some money. Oh? <laughs> so it's a business proposition. Well, 
How much do you pay by the hour? I've got five whole dollars. It took me a year to save. <laughs> ah, come here, Puddin'. You know I'm touched. Oh, Daddy! You want me to play with you, and you're willing to pay me for my time. But... Oh, dear. Dear, dear, you're shaking. Now, calm down. Oh, Daddy, please! A after Thanksgiving dinner, I'll come out and listen to your screaming woman. Oh, but, Daddy! How's that? Oh, now, Daddy, now! Maybe she'll die if you don't come out. Oh, you've got to come now! Margaret! If you believed me, you wouldn't wait. You never believed me. Mama doesn't believe me. Nobody believes me! Margaret, quiet. Quiet down right this minute. But... Or I not only will not go with you, but you will go right up to your room and stay in without your Thanksgiving dinner. Now, is that clear? Yes, sir. It's clear. I always liked Thanksgiving. Almost next best to Christmas, but that was an awful one. Dinner was a million years long. Everybody moved so slow, like a slow-motion movie. Forks and knives and spoons moved slow, and Dad's cheek muscles moved slow when he chewed. Oh, try to make things faster. Margaret, you heard your mother now. Don't eat so fast. But, Daddy, the screaming woman, we've got to hurry. My dear young lady, this is Thanksgiving dinner, an occasion when we do not hurry. No, I intend to eat four or five helpings of everything until I can't eat any more. And then I'm going to make an extra effort to find room for pumpkin pie, a few walnuts, and stuffed oh, dates. Oh, please, Daddy, please, Daddy. Oh, now you pester me anymore. If you mention her again, this screaming what's-it, I won't go out there to hear her recital at all. That understood. Yes, sir, it's understood. I wanted to yell. Oh, please, rush, get up, run around, come on, hurry. But I had to sit still while out there in the lot with the sun shining down all alone with no one to hear or help her was the screaming woman. I could hear her in my mind screaming. Mommy and Daddy couldn't hear. They just kept on eating and talking. Ah, well, now that I can be thankful for a full stomach, I guess we should consider what other things we have to be thankful for, hmm? Well... We're all healthy. Prices are sky high, but we're not in debt yet. Uh, those are mundane things, my dear. Oh, I'm thankful for my big daughter. <laughs> right, sweetheart? Yes, Dad. And for my loving wife, who is still the most romantic woman I know. Oh, silly. <laughs> I'm thankful I didn't marry somebody else. Oh, well, you nearly married Dora Lample. Even gave her a ring. No, I never meant a thing. No one. Nope. You are the only one who's been the serious competitor since we were all kids. Oh? There's only one, one other. Who? Helen Nesbitt. Oh! <laughs> yep. Helen's my first love. When she was about as old as Margaret, I gave her a present one Christmas, and she gave me one. I still have it. That paperweight on your desk. Mm-hmm. Funny how we hang on to things that were important when we were kids. Daddy! Uh, just a little longer, sweetheart. Oh, dear, warm up my coffee, please. Uh, you know what I'm thankful for, dear, seriously? That we stayed here in the same town where we grew up. Here you are, dear. Thank you. The same friends, even the same street. It's been a peaceful life, not very exciting, but... But, Daddy! Margaret finds it pretty exciting. Yes. You'd better take her out to the lot before she collapses. <laughs> All right, now, where is your screaming woman? Lead me to her. Over here, where our fort used to be. Fort? The big concrete pipe. It's all covered up now. Well, Kelly's really getting this lot filled in. Oh, all right, where's the lady? Right about here, Daddy. Listen. 
Don't hear a thing except the wind. Better button up your sweater there, hon. Listen. Oh, that's the trolley over on Aspen Street. Hey there! Scream! Woman! Hey! Hmm. Looks like the Dolans are starting out for a drive. Well, I guess your screaming woman let you down, sweetheart. But she was here, Daddy. Right under here, where they dumped all this dirt. I heard her screaming and screaming like she was underneath the fort. Someone's dumped tons and tons right on top of our fort. Yeah, too bad they buried your fort, Margaret. I saw two of Kelly's trucks back uh, into here last evening. There was a dump truck in here this morning, too. It isn't because they covered the fort. Oh, must be your screaming woman doesn't like grown-ups. Only delivers her solo for kids. And maybe she can't scream anymore. Well, I'm going back to take a nap and let my dinner settle. Well, aren't you going to help me dig? Now listen here, my dear. Don't you think this is a sort of a silly game? But it's not a game. Now, don't stay too long, dear. Mama will probably need some help with those dishes. Daddy! Daddy! Oh, I know I heard a scream. I know it. Oh, darn, darn. down, young lady. We can't leave her down there, Dad. We just can't. Come on, into your room. That's right. Oh, it's awful, Dad. It's awful for her to be screaming and nobody listening. Nobody cares. Lie down. Lie down. Come on. She'll choke when there isn't any more air and she'll die. Now, you're going to lie down the rest of the afternoon before you make yourself sick. No, I've got to dig. I've got to dig her up. It's those comic books you read. Now, I forbid you to leave this house. Close your eyes and take a nap. (laughs) What am I going to do? What am I going to do? After a while, I stopped crying. I had to get back to the lot where that woman was screaming, but I was locked in. I tied a sheet to the bed and let it out the window and shimmied down to the ground. Then I ran to the garage and got shovels and ran to the empty lot. The sun was almost down and it was getting cold. I started to dig fast. He was ancient, and everybody thought he was crazy. The adults in town warned us to steer clear of him, but I liked Dippy. He always listened to what I had to say. What you digging for? For a screaming woman. She's down in the ground, and I'm going to dig her up. You can help me, Dippy. There's an extra shovel. Oh, well, Dippy don't hear nothing. And Dippy don't dig if Dippy don't hear no scream. No, sir, too much legwork. Then listen. Ah. Uh. Uh. Dippy don't hear nothing. Just wait. You will. There. Did you hear it? Hey, that's okay. Do it again. Do what again? The scream. Do it again. Go on. Dippy will get you a sucker if you teach Dippy how to do it. Oh, hot dog. Did you get one of those ventriloquist books from a magic company? Or, or did you get one of those pen things you put in your mouth? Uh, I won't tell, unless you help me dig. Well, okay, Swim. Give Dippy the shot. Hot dog. Do you know how much money we can make off this shot? Oh, Dippy, you gotta dig fast, like this. Oh, boy. 
You think she was right under our feet. Maggie, uh, say, what's the screaming woman's name? I mean, you must have made her up a name. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, her name is Wilma Swiger, and, and she's a rich old lady, um, 160 years old. And uh, she was buried by a crook named Spike. Uh, come on, Dippy, dig! Well, keep digging. We can't stop, Dippy. Oh, Dippy's fine. I think it's time for Dippy to go down to the mission. See if there's any Thanksgiving dinner there. Dippy, stop. You can't. There really is a woman buried here. Oh, well, sure. You said so, Maggie. Oh, don't you believe me? I wasn't throwing my voice. Come back, Dippy. Okay, but Dippy's getting tired of digging. These bones weren't made for hard labor. Now look, Dippy, I'll go way over here, and then you listen. Okay, whatever you say, Maggie. Listen! Oh. Hey, there really is a woman down there. That's what I told you. Well, come on, let's dig. How she's breathing, do you think? I think she's in the fort. Remember the fort? The concrete pipe oh. you used to sleep in. Oh. The one us kids use for fun. Sure. Well, that's where she must be. Five or six of us kids could get in, so it's big enough. Well, I sure hope it isn't just a radio or something. Hey! Why are two kids think you're doing? Oh, uh, hello, Mr. Kelly. I'm tired of chasing you and your friends out of this lot, Margaret. And, Dippy, it just don't help the property value to have you loitering about here. Why don't you get hurt? My Margaret, your folks will sue me. But, but Mr. Kelly, there's a woman screaming. You two beat it, do you hear? But listen, Mr. Kelly, don't you hear? There. I don't hear a thing, and neither do you. Now, beat it. Oh, come on, Maggie. Mr. Kelly, someone's got to dig her out. Don't argue with me, or I'll phone your folks. This Dippy, is my property. He's the one. Huh? Why should I spend money? He murdered Mrs. Kelly. We hit her on the head and stuck her in the fort and dumped loads of dirt on top. But she wasn't dead. She came too. Well, you saw him. He stood right there when she was screaming and wouldn't pay any attention. Hey, that's right. Well, he just stood right there and lied to us. Well, what do we do, Maggie? Well, you're a kid and folks around town, well, they ain't never going to believe Dippy. Well, there's just one thing to do. We'll phone the police and tell them to come arrest Mr. Kelly. Hey, Maggie. They sure got here fast. Shh. Dippy, don't make us out. Is uh, Mr. Kelly in the house? Yeah, he went right home from the lot. Oh. Yes, officer. You Mr. Kelly? Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Is Mrs. Kelly at home this evening? Why, sure. May I see her, sir? Why, sure. Hannah! What's oh, up? good evening, ma'am. What is this? I'm sorry, folks. Oh, we got a call that Mrs. Kelly was buried alive in an empty lot. It sounded like some kid calling, but we had to make sure. Always check, you know. Except when you're repasting that blasted vagrant from downtown. I told the mayor to get rid of him. If I ever catch them, I'll break their necks. Oh, well. Dippy's got to get to the mission, have an alibi. The cops will lock Dippy up if they think Dippy's been causing problems again. But what do we do about the screaming woman? Oh, the heck with her. Dippy's not going near that lot again. Dippy can't stand the thought of another night in lockup. Wait, Dippy. I know why he didn't hear the scream. Kelly's sort of deaf. Mama said he's hard hearing. Oh, he heard us, didn't he? He heard the cop. Because he reads people's lips. Mm -hmm. But he couldn't hear the screaming woman because he couldn't see her. Dippy, come on. We gotta dig some more. No, ma'am. But we got to. Dippy's already in a peck of trouble. 
Debbie's going to head right on over to the mission and give her some of that Thanksgiving dinner and have the Joes over there tell the cops that Dippy's been there all afternoon. Tis the only way Dippy will keep from spending a long, cold night in the slammer. And he went off and left me alone. I wanted to crawl down under the ground with the screaming woman and die, too. It was dark now, and Dad would be hunting for me. If he found me, I'd get a licking and be put to bed, and then, and then no one would help the screaming woman at all. There was only one last thing to do, so I did it. To go all over the neighborhood, from house to house, and find out who's missing. Why, hello, dear. Hello, Mrs. Griswold. Is anybody missing from your house? Is your sister from Detroit still here? Yes. She's sitting right over there by the radio. Don't you see her? Em! <laughs> Little Margaret Leary wants you. Oh, no, I, I only wanted to see her, Mrs. Griswold. I was just wondering. I only wanted to know if she was here. Hello, Mrs. Pikes. You're looking good. I'm glad to see you're at home, Mrs. Pikes. I'm awful glad. Mr. Hyde, is your wife still here? Uh, Dora? Aren't you out pretty late, Margaret? Yes. Oh, hello, Mrs. Hyde. What is it, Margaret? I, I, I just wanted to see you, Mrs. Hyde. That's all. The hours were just roaming along, and I rang bells, and I knocked, and I rang bells. I was about to give out when I came to the Nesbitt's house. The house was quiet, like nobody was at home, but I saw a dim, spooky light inside somewhere, so I just kept knocking and, and knocking. What do you want? Oh, uh, nothing, Mr. Nesbitt. I, I only wanted to see Mrs. Nesbitt. She's not here. She's gone to the store. At night? Uh, besides, it's closed today, I think. The drugstore, down on Clark Street. Oh, well, then uh, she ought to be back pretty quick. I'll come in and wait. Hey, wait a minute. I'll just sit down here and wait. I sure like this rocking chair. Uh, go right ahead and do whatever you were doing, Mr. Nesbitt. I wasn't doing anything. Oh, uh, looks like you were packing or something uh, with all those boxes and trunks around. <laughs> going away? Oh, Helen's been sorting things out, getting rid of a lot of stuff. Oh, burning it up in the fireplace. Yeah, that's, that's right. Dad always burns our junk out in the alley. Clothes smell awful when they burn. Look, kid, Helen may have gone on from the store to visit a friend. Well, if she doesn't come back soon, I'll leave. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell her you're here. What do you want to see her about? Uh, nothing much. Hey, that's too bad. What? Well, I guess you lost the key to that box. You had to break the lock. Oh, it was broken already. Hey, I'll bet your folks don't know where you are, kid. No, sir. They think I'm in bed. What friend did Mrs. Nesbitt go to visit? I don't know. I mean, I ought to tell you, she won't be back tonight. Oh? She went to the store, like I said, but she was going from there over to Beechwood to visit her mother. On the bus. She'll be gone two or three days. Oh, well, that's a shame. Why? Well, Mama was expecting Mrs. Nesbitt to come over tomorrow. Uh, maybe to You better not tell your mother. You see, it's kind of a secret about Helen going away. She doesn't want people to know for a while. Oh. You, you know how to keep a secret, kid? I, I guess so. I'll, I'll give you something. I'll, I'll give you a reward. A doll? Yeah. Why, Helen was going to give it to you. I heard her say so when she was sorting the stuff. She said, I'll give this to the little Leary girl. Mrs. Nesbitt always called me Margaret. Oh, sure. That, that's what she said. Margaret. 
that, that's quite a doll, old-fashioned, made of leather, faces China or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Mr. Nesbitt. It's a reward for not saying anything about Helen being gone, understand? Now, come on, I'll snap on the porch light. Oh, uh, Mr. Nesbitt, did you finish your driveway? What do you mean? Well, did you get all the dirt hauled off to make it smooth? Sure, sure. Now, now, come on. I, I saw your dump truck in the lot this morning. What do you mean? Were you in the lot this morning? No, no, I, I was at home. I looked out the window. <clears throat> oh, oh, please, Mr. Nesbitt, let go of my arm. You been playing out there today? Answer me. Oh, don't, that hurts. It's no fun with that old fort covered up. Fort, what's that? Nothing, uh, nothing, Mr. Nesbitt. Tell me what you're talking about. Nothing but that old concrete pipe. You know something? You know something. That's why you came here. You've been snooping around that lot and you found out something. What do you know? I don't know anything. Let me go, Mr. Nesbitt. If you don't, I'll... Ah, ow! There! Come back. Come back, kid. I'll give you something else. I'll give you something else. Come back, kid. Come back! Mr. Nesbitt yelled because I kicked him and bit his hand. And then I ran. But I heard him running after me. It was dark and quiet and, and scary on the streets and, and more scary out there on the lawn. I ran straight across to the place where I heard the scream. Stop, Margaret. Stop, Margaret. Oh, Daddy. Margaret, where have you been? Do you have any idea how, how, your, how your mama has worried? Do you know how late it is? Daddy, Daddy, he's after me, Mr. Nesbitt. We have been up and down alleys and cleared out to Clark Street. I was about to call the police. The screaming woman. It's Mrs. Nesbitt down there. Now, I'm going to ground you for Christmas because of your shenanigans. Mr. Nesbitt killed her, and now he wants to kill me. I've had all of that idiotic talk I can stand. It's true. Margaret, I'm going to spank you right now, right here. I've had enough. What, what have you got there? Where did you get that doll? Well, I gave her that doll, Larry. Kids stopped by the house. I remembered Helen said she wanted to throw it away. Helen said to throw it away? He's lying, Dad. He gave it to me so I wouldn't tell about her. It was locked up in a box. He didn't have the key. He broke it open. She's a high-strung kid, Larry. All the stuff she was telling me. He's lying, Dad. Yes. He is lying. Why are you lying, Charlie? Lying? How do you get that, Leary? Helen never let you have that doll. It was locked up. It was a present I gave her a long time ago. She wouldn't throw it away any more than I'd throw away the paperweight she gave me. Why are you lying, Charlie? I'm not. Don't look at me that way, Leary. As God is my witness. It's her. Dad, it's the screaming woman. God is your witness. Ugh. 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 Larry, no! Martin, 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 run to the house. Phone the police. Tell them to hurry. Tell them we've got the date. production of The Screaming Woman by Ray Bradbury and adapted for radio by Sylvia Richards. And I wrote some additional material, mainly the material involving Dippy. It starred Carissa Martin, Chris Carter, Rob DeSantis, Emily Horez, Dave Zaneski, and Bethany Fernbaugh as the title character, The Screaming Woman. 
Uh, please like and follow our Facebook page. Introduce our podcast to your friends and family. Subscribe to us on Anchor, Spotify, or Apple. And we will see you back here next week. Until then, we remain your obedient servants. Good evening.